Okay, so this is a quick part two with my great friend Greg Keim, who always will have his own theme music provided. Yeah. Yes. You know it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here we're going. What is that? We're going to get it again. Who is that? Riggs. Rider. Uh, Raider Rider. <laughs> Raider Rider from um, Heavy Metal, the movie, the animated movie. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, so that was a quick summation of the uh, of of the numbers, families zero through nine, one yeah. through nine, and uh, yeah, that's something we'll definitely revisit. That was kind of a quick summary, almost like a table of contents, if you were in the book of of the numbers in the tarot. It was kind of a quick, you know, quick it's summary. A general I'm sure breakdown. We'll be back to this in, in further yeah. future reality. Well, I, yeah. I advise anybody listening, and you mm -hmm. and I also, to continue our our. Um, our investigation into the numbers and, and the numbers in varying cultures because you'll see that many people have different points of angle, uh, points of view on it, and that, uh, that they like that, um, uh, different perspectives. So, you know, I mean, different some, perspectives. I think some, and so, some different numerical systems. The Mayans had a base 20. Uh -huh. Well, we're, yeah, yeah we'll get uh, into that a little but bit. But a lot too. of similarities, too, though. Similarities in, in you know, motif and design of sacred art regarding number yes well yeah. uh, you know i mean and that's up the down the four directions <clears throat> and, pardon me and i try to um uh think about and focus on the different perspectives of different cultures and what they they made of the numbers yeah. and how they uh they uh how it all relates together exactly the synthesis. How they what's your favorite number matthew do you have one I have a lot of favorite numbers for a lot of different reasons. But First yeah, one that comes to mind. Eight. Eight. Why? Because it's the Chinese think it's lucky is probably the most realistic reason. But they it looks like lucky. And, uh, yeah, eight is super lucky in Chinese. It is. Yeah. I mean, that's where I was first exposed to that idea. And I've just always liked eight. It, it, the number, the actual the character, the Arabic character just mm -hmm. expresses infinity and completeness. Turned on its side, yeah. It's soothing. We call that the uh, the secrets of the of, uh, the magicians and the uh, the sorceresses, the uh, figure eight, because it is when you turn it on its side, it's like turning a key that um, that helps you to focus <laughs> if, on. If, uh, if things sound a little weird, I'm I'm taking the boom microphone right now and putting it to Greg's face like he's getting a dental X-ray. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> a little intimidating. Yeah. But we're getting a better um, uh, sound quality, so I'm sorry for interrupting. I'm not gagging yet. Let's see. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Um, so you know the the you know you you look at the number eight, you like it. It's got the flow and turned on its side. But like I said, it's the magician and, and sorceress's secret, and you'll see it depicted that way uh, sideways because it is the infinite and the, the yin and the yang and the riding of the balance. And um, I would say eight is one of my favorite numbers too. Uh, but all the numbers are essential, um, except maybe there is there is a philosophy where number nine doesn't exist. Um, Why? Well, because then there would only be the eight, which is the reciprocal nature of the universe in perfect harmony. Wow. And there would be no number nine. And I was reading about that today, and I was watching some equations on fractal reality. Wow. And then they were removing the nines out of equations and looking at the formations. They what? realized 
when they removed the nines that it created infinite loops. Uh, it's pretty wow. fascinating. Trippy. And uh, I was, uh, I'm going to look into it more. But it, it, made, it made me think uh, about what if the number nine was eliminated? What if it wasn't there? That's one and of the didn't exist. things I've ever heard. <laughs> it's pretty weird. That's cool. Because then if it only if there was only eight, <clears throat> there was no such thing as the nine, um, you would be going infinitely. Like, and I'm talking about reading. I'm not talking about the number not existing. I'm saying that the number nine becomes something like zero. Wow. That counts but is overlooked and seen through instead of actually valued. Well, like a placeholder. Mm-hmm. But only for like the actuation of the infinite. Wow. That, yeah. That because, so it would be like removing the emergency brake from the vehicle, which would be number nine. <laughs> you know, number one would be like the, the power to be aware. Let's say awareness, number yeah. one. And zero would be the nothing of everything, Boy. right? Yeah, the but if point. then if one through eight was like your gears. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, then you'd be you'd be flying through space. <laughs> <That's cool. laughs> anyway, um, you know the Mayan uh, tribes. I think uh, many people have uh, heard about it. They had a uh, series of complex calendars. Yes, they based did. Based on the sun, based and on and they the were moon, different. Uh, based on the movement of the uh, solar system through the galaxy, allegedly. Yeah, you know, it's uh, a lot of people have come up with uh, different versions of it and their own ways of understanding it. Uh, I did find it possible to superimpose the 13-cycle calendar of the moon, of the Mayans, uh, directly over the tarot deck and yeah. in place and, and, and find a, a sinking for right. everything in its place. So uh, I, I'm not going to go into deep depth with this, but if some of you have looked at the Tolkien uh, uh, harmonic module, uh, the tones of the galactic notations and the 20 tribes. Uh, if anybody has ever looked into that, um, it's pretty fascinating. Yeah. And these tribes make up, you know, the, the, the uh, different signs and, and tones. Yeah. I can tell you things about well, so many your reality and the year you're in. Yeah. Had 13 months to lunar calendars. Yeah. So, you know, like don't, uh, I think Persia and, uh, China, Still use a, a lunar calendar. I'm pretty sure. Well, but I have if, no clue actually. <laughs> if you'll see, you remember how I told you there's like, um, you know, there's like the the major arcane cards. Yes. They would wear the badges of the cards. The cards with uh, just the pictures on them, not the normal suited cards that would look like right, the right. Yeah, but they represent I was explaining like, for people. Yeah, who, they represent like degrees of learning or like belts and karate that sort of thing. Yeah, um, that you would uh, it, uh, persistent to. archetypes in that uh, archetypes that persist in the universe. But yeah, um, it's a at least on on Earth. It's pretty pretty fascinating, I gotta tell you. And um, you know, three uh, is uh, super important to um, the beginning of it. We look at a. Uh, I don't know, the names that they have is like um, Blue Monkey, Red Dragon, The White Wind, The Yellow Human, and then the different tones, which are like the four suit cards, 
So for instance, ace, if uh, you were gonna pull out the ace would be like, um, something like, uh, let's take a look in the book here. Um, have you ever done any studying on the, uh, the Mayan stuff? The Mayan uh, tribes no, and the so tones? Much. No. I did uh, go see the Olmec heads. The, they were progenitors of the Maya, mm -hmm. the Olmec, and the, and the Toltec. They were like way, way long ago. And I've had this, idea, it's not my idea, but I've had this idea that, you know, I've, I've gleaned from some other reading and, and some other folks uh, that there was, the Olmec heads are, a, a, could be a bit of a clue to uh, a transcultural seafaring uh, high civilization because some of the heads don't look Native American. You know, some well, look African. Like, clearly look African. Uh, I'd definitely say seafaring. I would also say there's enough evidence to, to speculate that there was the ability to fly. Yeah, very well so. Um, Could be. I mean, the, 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 the figures that we see from sky over uh, the, the different lines. countries, yeah. all the different pyramid structures that are po oh, and popping the big, up uh, everywhere. Yeah. The big naked giant in England. Yeah, the there, giant, yeah, the there's there's the there's on. stuff that allow you to see yeah. from the sky and and um, you know it, it, it's not you know I mean here we are if the world did go crazy they could press a couple buttons and annihilate the planet yeah. and entirely and so with that in mind I mean to realize that we are already, already have been living with that reality you and I our whole lives our whole our whole lives and we're pretty much the first generation to actually do that yeah. Um, so there should be a name for us. I want a name out there. Anybody got an idea? Uh, and not yeah. any of the first stuff you're thinking about us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all I had was kind of derogatory too. <laughs> Be like, oh yeah, I got a name for you. What are they doing, Generation? Um, what are they doing? No, I, I don't. Our, know. our generation. I think well, that, that we 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 are constantly <laughs> affected by the fact that people could just annihilate the planet. Yeah, I know. I understand the button. I totally agree. But um, but now we're you know. Do you remember in, in class? I do remember. In, I know in exactly elementary what you're school. talking about. We talked about it. The the movies that came out the yeah. day the day after the day tomorrow, after the day after is that what it's called? The day uh, and uh, then the there was another after. one on PBS. That yeah, was like uh, the day everybody after was all freaked was out. Where people were dying from the fallout. And, yeah. Oh man, the f and then Red Dawn. <laughs> remember yeah. Red Dawn? I told you when the uh, the Russians came in. Yeah. I was trying to. Uh, man, so uh, much. Uh, Misunderstanding apparently. Um, I'm glad that we're starting to be friends with Cuba now. I am too. And they're I not going to invade uh, Nebraska. I am too. You know, I wanted to add something to my little thing there that I said about number nine and the elimination yeah. of number nine because I wanted to also point out that that's the chakra system, basically, right there. Because it doesn't go to nine, it goes to eight. Gotcha. You know? Is there, are there like seven, eight? I think there's a couple of different ones. Well, there's. I've heard somewhere they go higher in yeah. numerological value, but okay. the fundamental one only Mostly goes up to eight. eight yeah. uh, eight's some say seven, but, uh, but, really but the eight, eighth is the is the crown. Yeah. Uh, and I find that fascinating. I was uh, writing down. Uh, My teacher related uh, the animals to the uh, the chakras to the animals in such a way that makes perfect sense too. It's amazing. Right. I want to read off some uh, just something on the, the twelve signs, and then I want to read the major arcane cards that go with them. So okay. I'm just going to read these off. Uh, the Aries is the emperor and the tower are in Aries. Which uh, is where we are right now. Right. That would be, uh, yes, with my birthday coming up. There. So the emperor and the tower. Um, the Hierophant 
Uh, a Taurus is the Hierophant and Fortune. Gemini's is the Lover and Fortune. Cancer is the Chariot. Leo is Strength, the Sun and the Magician. Virgo is the Hermit and the Priestess. Libra, the Balance and it, the Empress. Scorpio, Death and the Fool. Sagittarius, Art or uh, Temperance. Capricorn, the Devil or the Hanged Man. Aquarius, the Star Whoa. and uh, the Universe. Wow. And 12 would, Pisces would be the moon. These are just these. That's awesome. Uh, that correlation for those signs that go with those uh, that I was able to. It really makes sense. Run like down. The aspects of the sign, the aspects. It of does. The, well, the you know, the other, the other thing is, you know, you put these things in these places, <clears throat> but um, you really have to be a full on uh, astrologer doing the charts to really put that in. To consideration, uh, all the correlations. So I, it's you know. Maybe can, talk to Sheru yeah. about it sometime. Well, he does Vedic astrology. Vedic, but uh, it's still the same amount of signs. I'm pretty sure. It is very interesting the way our <coughs> signs are put together on the planet, and that's why, you know, we have these twelve that I just read off to yeah. you. But now the um, Mayans, they had the thirteen other signs. From the 13 months of the uh, month. From the 13. And um, they, uh, and that was related to the moon. It's so incredibly cool how they decoded all the harmonies of the celestial objects. And then you can really see their resonances. But it's very interesting because it's not only the calendar, but it's also <coughs> their interaction with each other. Yeah. And uh, that's, that's what we're going to talk about. It's amazing what you can do when you don't have a television. Uh, yes, yeah, so a television is not it's a horrible thing. It's just not <laughs> the whole thing. <coughs> so let's see. Uh, I'm going to read you those uh, those tribes, and uh, you see what you think. Uh, the red dragon, uh, the white wind, the blue night, the yellow seed, the red serpent, the white world bringer, the blue hand, the yellow star. The red moon, the white dog, the blue monkey, the yellow human, the red skywalker, the white wizard, the blue eagle, the yellow warrior, the red earth, the white mirror, the blue storm, and the yellow sun. I think I would like to be the blue monkey, please. Thank you. Well, but here's the thing. That would be like your tribe. You would be yeah. like a blue monkey. But in a tone, you would be like, Boop, blue the, monkey. So first tones are uh, magnetic, lunar, electric, self-existing. Overtone, rhythmic, resonant, galactic, solar, planetary, spectral, crystal, and cosmic. Now, what I'm trying to point out here is that <coughs> um, your 13 tribes go perfectly over the tarot deck. Okay. In, 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 a, in, a, in, beautiful, in a beautiful way. Um, uh, when you run them down. They end up becoming, and I will read to you my thing. Awesome. But, um, you know, so here's the way I want to explain how 13 goes through a deck. Picture a normal deck of cards, ace to 10, and jack, queen, king. Yes. So when you have it, the ace through 10, those are your tones. Okay. 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 Those, those are the magnetic tones. Um, and, and Jack, Queen, King as well. Also, each one of those would have a tone. So 
if you do one through ten and jack queen king you'll see that's 13. yes so there is your your but in a normal tarot deck there's 14 cards in each suit well exactly but in the what's the, the what's page the and the princess that? or the prince and the princess <clears throat> are split to designate a female reality which fits over the kabbalah uh and i call this the lock of the moon because when up to that point you could not fit the lunar calendar over it but there's a solar calendar because there's the 12 court cards and those represent the solar wheel so jack queen king jack queen king jack queen king jack queen king those oh, represent gotcha. three times four or four, four yeah. times three as three each in the four suits you, you, totally. you follow what i'm saying yeah um and and they uh it, those are our signs so like you you know like for me i think i'm like a I am the jack of fire, basically, or the the jack of spades would be my card, and uh, I would see that. And you're you're uh, June fifth. You're water. I don't know. What do you mean? G your sign. Gemini. A uh, Gemini, and you're the first of the water signs. I don't know. Well, yeah. There's only well, there's four signs. I'll read them to you. Awesome. Um, let's see. Um. Bear with me here for a moment. As I it's really amazing to me the tarot and the amount of information encoded within it. But that's the... Uh, what it analogizes it's to. It's multi-spectral reality. That's and then you also... I, kn I know that there are... There's uh, correspondences to the Tree of Life and the, the, Kab the Kabbalah as well. Well, yeah. And these things... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, hey, hey. No, no, no. <laughs> yes. And these things fit over. I was in, in my books and Matt's correcting me. Or not, uh, but yeah, they do. Uh that part keep talking Matthew for a minute while I find oh out. I mean I, I don't know actually that much about the uh, uh, the correspondences I do know that they are linked and that so I've, I have seen graphics uh, of certain of uh, the major arcane cards um, superimposed over the different Sephiroth of the tree of life but it's one of those things that I, I've really wanted to know more about than I probably do although I've read a lot about it I, I haven't retained it a ton We'll just cut out the silence right here. Um, at the moment trying to I find my notes on it. Um, but anyhow, let me give you an example. Um, example would be uh, in fire, Jack, Queen, King. So okay. the first sign that comes up during a year is Aries. That's a fire sign. It's not the first sign that comes it's up. It's the first fire sign. You're but it's, the, it's considered the first yeah. sign that uh, Aries is. Oh, you mean uh, when you go through them? Right. Like, oh, really? Like, technically, the end of the wheel would huh. be Pisces. Huh. Okay. So, Aries would be first. Is there a reason for that? Um, it's a good question. But generally, uh, when you're looking at depictions, Aries is, uh, is first. But, but technically, right technically it's fourth. Because it's not. Yeah. It, technically, it's the fourth. Trippy. But uh, Aries is the first of the fire signs. Okay. That uh, family that show up. So you got your uh, Aries, Leo, then Sagittarius. And uh, those are all, as you would see. Before Gemini? Well, no, those are all fire. Oh, I just oh, told you the family go, of fire. Uh, oh, so, but they, so how do they go? The fixed, mutable, and cardinal signs. So it goes fire and then, I, as far as the elements oh, and the signs. As far as, as, as like fire, water, air, or something uh, like that? 
Uh, uh, no, because Pisces is water, so because water, air, um, what's your element for? This is the notes I was looking for that I don't think oh, I have with me. Okay. Um, but anyhow, uh, folks, you can go and uh, look up the uh, the elemental signs of this. It takes a lot of me memorization yeah, <laughs> to yeah. remember everybody's uh, sign. I tend to look more at the numbers than, than the elements, but um, it's important nonetheless. It's just interesting that it all correlates. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 the 13, the lunar calendar, though, fits when you remove what I call the lock of the moon. So it's when I put the prince and the princess together as one, using basically the normal deck of cards as that reality, yeah. which seemed to me that when you do that, you got suddenly your court cards and it works. You also have your 13 tribes and, and the 12 your tones. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it's fascinating. And uh, putting them together was really an interesting experience. Uh, truly fascinating. But I re recommend um, people when they, you know, pick up a card, play with the numbers, think about numbers, you know. Um, try not to put, uh, you know, the skeptic's intent and in look at it as um, a placing points in the present reality. Yeah. Uh, degrees like you just started mapping your position from there and uh, taking in the signs and the numbers and, and trying to follow it and, and not even worrying about if it's real or not but just trying to kind of follow that whimsy of paying attention to the numbers exactly yeah. you know um and th think of what it is uh, i'd be really curious to hear people's feedback about it um pick a number and then see how much you see that number yeah. all week all of a sudden well, it why seems is your like favorite number what is it you know yeah. and that's what i you know i do and I don't know if I mentioned this already, but I would like break down, you know, numbers to see what was going on in a present location I would be in. So I break down the address. I, yeah, you always and, do. And um, and see and see how that works out. And it's like funny. Like take six one one Santa Clara. Exactly six one one six and one. That's seven and one. Is eight. Is eight. And that place was perfection. And it was. For me at the time. It was a definite <laughs> surfboard and, and rocked the, the waves. Yeah, it, times in Venice uh, were, were super fantastic. Yeah. Crazy. How about your, pre your present place? What's the address? Um, or what is it see, add up it, to? It's you actually. You want to give out your actual address? It's a three. Uh, So yeah, it's a it's a four and an eight. Uh, so the four and that's a twelve, and that's three. Which reduces to three. The you three, which is family the and and the virtue, investment, time, and, and it's been those things, but it's also been troublesome. I wish it was an eight. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, and what little, are we here? A little We're, too uh, much family. Eight. <coughs> uh, well, uh, let's, Nine. That's. Four 12. and oh, we're eight. three. It's a three. Also nice. family, which makes perfect sense yeah. here, uh, here. Yeah, you are three as well. Uh, but three is family. It's not a bad thing. If I heard a three or somebody, you know, moved into a three, I'd say, yay. You know, most of the time the it's like. It's number. Uh, it is the number of family and, and strength. But, you know. They're all the magic number. All, all numbers <laughs> mean things. But, you know, I would say if I was moving and I saw like a five, a five should be like the address of a learning institution. 
Oh, wow. Um, because it's the Hierophant yeah. um, and Temperance. And these are things of education and the mind. And like six would be the lovers of the devil. So if you got a six, you know, you might be concerned about what might go on in that place. Or it could be really good. Most <laughs> the time, you know, uh, in yeah, every occasion, way. in every occasion, there's two ways of looking at everything. It seems. Yeah. And perspective. I wonder. How did you get into uh, the tarot and the the dialectic of the family of numbers? You know, um, in um, just growing up, I found it fascinating. Is, uh, is there the, a, a formative memory or kind of a first well, contact? I, yeah, Blue Oyster Cult. Uh, yes. Don't Feel the Reaper, actually, uh, wow. was the song that inspired me to look deeper into really? it. I it is a really it. mystical well, song. Well, he talks about a woman reading tarot cards in it. You know, the, oh, the wind know blew and then disappeared. Oh. And um, it is a, it's kind of a tarot reading going on there for him. And I think he, in the song, he's totally like looking at his, you know, people murdered and died and being born in an ocean of life and yeah. uh and doing the numbers in his head i love that I love uh but that song, uh, it's it's a it uh comes to mind and then uh um and being able to freaking help people figure shit out come up with a way to communicate with them because yeah. a lot of times it's really difficult to talk to people and it's really difficult for people to ask for help in talking they have a hard time with it, but when you have a tarot deck, it depersonalizes. All, all of a sudden, we're both talking about these cards. Exactly, and then they have a platform to come up to you and be like, "Hey, you know, would you read my cards or whatever?" Yeah. They don't have to be like, "I'm so fucked up, help me out," you know. Yeah. Um, even though that's the truth, and we all know it. Yeah. That's okay because totally. you throw this down, and so I found it as a way to communicate and uh, you know, uh, to people because whether it be girls or boys, I've always had a hard time communicating with people. Yeah. trying to you know express and talk to them and actually get to people and one of the things i remember shocked me is like you know not everyone is raised as an outgoing person or tells the stories of their lives you know yeah. like i was very much wanting to talk but a lot of people they don't, don't want to talk yeah. they have no desire to express yeah. or reveal who they are in fact for a lot of them it, mentally it's like a point of competition almost and uh, that's something to be thought of but I, I think I like to talk to people that like to talk. Uh, I think uh, that's actually affected my life reality. So, yeah, the tarot deck yeah, the people who really has, like uh, you know, uh, things that wanted to dive deeper. It also allowed me to suss those people out and find out who they are. Um, it tells you things about people. Yeah. You know what they say? I mean, you can walk on, uh, into somebody's house and look at the books on the shelf, read, <coughs> and know something about them as a person. Or not, yeah. you know, you must never forget that any creature can always disguise themselves to look at any creature. Wow. They could put the books there and be completely the opposite. There's been a few people in my life that have been that complete dualist, duality. You have to duality. watch just wearing the, wearing the uniform. Um, we'll talk about, for a moment, since we're talking about opposites, We'll talk about reversal cards. A lot of people read those. I was going to ask you about that, actually. Um, yeah. And I hadn't really talked about Meaning it. Meaning when, when if you shuffle the deck and you get a right. card that's upside well, down. Well, people read them in, it in a hard reverse. On, on and who, uh, 
yeah. who's shuffling the deck, and, how they choose to shuffle it. Well, I mean, you know, it can completely change the reading. And as a reader, I think you have to make a, fundal, a fundamental decision as to whether you're going to read this as like a no hope, really, like what the cards say you are enslaved to. Uh, you know, people be like, you're friggin' so-and-so is going to die and friggin' house is going to catch a fire and you know, all that shit. And they'll tell people that. Old gypsies would tell them. And a lot of them would be right on a lot of things, <laughs> which brings in the psychic uh, ability aspect of it. But I often wondered if that wasn't brought on also by them saying it. Yeah. So absolutely. Yes. Uh, I believe that that's not the way the decks work. So I read the positive and the negative simultaneously. And the positive. Regardless. That's what I've always seen as, as you yeah. read, you explain. You explain the polarity and you explain yeah. the possibilities. But I look at things as polar, as, as Tesla-ized, <laughs> as alternating currents. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. That's how I look at that. Um, and so, and electricity very well could be the etheric element that we're talking about if we get down to it. Because they're etheric, they're ghostly. The, I mean, when we look back on when most of these were found, fundamentally founded, these concepts. Yeah. The etheric is definitely similar to electricity. Yeah. In um, the way that element. we understand. Definitely a, another one that comprises of all of them. Yeah, and a hidden all element. All of them. A hidden element, I would Abs say, for lightning, really. Absolutely. And back, you know, a lot of the stuff we're talking about. That's why I say the tarot book, it may be the oldest surviving book of knowledge from the civilization pre-us that yeah. was intelligent. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a it's a high probability, and it's a high possibility, and um, you know these these things <clears throat> guide us in our in our life and in our way to help question us and help grow and uh, to give us a framework to view our own psychology. What's that? Read uh, the the tarot. Oh, absolutely. Looking at it, reading it, absolutely. Well, it's definitely throwing up a psychic mirror and a, a, a psychological reflection, a symbolically. Uh, and, you know, I think it offers, offers a lot of things like, like rivaling mentality of power, abuse of power, of using other people. Because uh, when you're having counsel with someone and you're reading their cards, integrity is of the utmost importance true because that ability when you have somebody taking that confidence and I've seen a lot of people do it take advantage of it yeah um, I'm sure when I was younger I did a bit maybe to impress a girl or something um, but as I got well, yeah the cards older, are just saying that you need they to are pick saying up your pants bone so I just see bones I can't figure it out it's I just you see hard to take off your pants or bad things your are going to happen to me and you it's both it's going to be hard <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, um, little and rapey. people use it. Little rapey. Yeah, a little rapey. Yeah, fuck it's up. hard. Um, <laughs> yeah, you, you know, you've got to um, be in control and be respectful of what you're working with. And I yes, think sir. that is a very key thing, integrity in, and respect. I think in every aspect of life. Absolutely. And yes, when you miss it and lose it, and I'm not saying we don't all swerve a little bit from time to time. Oh, yeah, everybody fucks up. It's a big road out there. So I was but. wondering, maybe would you want to do a... Uh, a reading for the day or a reading for the, the moment for the uh, uh, sure. world in general just so people can kind of get a, get a glimpse of what happens. Well, I'll give this deck a shuffle 
And uh, we'll do, uh, I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll do uh, a reading on the election. All right. And uh, since we're, you know, to give like a, a use. Now, some yeah. of you are probably be expecting a yes or no answer. I really don't know what it's going to say. Yeah. Um, but I have a pretty good idea that the cards will give us their rendition. So uh, we'll give that a run. Why don't you give that some cut there, Mr. Matthias? I am cutting the cards now. Approximately in half. Approximately. Okay, and the first thing I've done is collect his cut deck, and then I look at the bottom, because the bottom is set now, and the card is death. So right off the bat, we know that we're in for some serious change, as what I would look at, like that this is a very important election, maybe more important than most people realize. Um, uh, but we know it's certainly going to be the change. So we're going to put that out in the center of the table as the basis of this reading, change at the, at the utmost. Uh, which is interesting because, you know, uh, Bernie Sanders or Hillary uh, Clinton or um, Donald Trump, um, you know, these are the, the, the offers that have been put up there. They're, these are the players. We had no say yeah. in that. Yeah. This is what the universe has, has created, which is, you know, three major ones. I mean, ironically, in other years, it's, broken it's not always just Skype. you know it'll be five or six or four different players at that time you quickly lose you know well so many of them seem to come from nowhere too. they do well yeah. choose gets supported and how the whole thing works but obama just materialized right before the election it seemed you know exactly hey here's the guy people put up the money and started introducing him yeah um you I know guess that's how, it, some, how it goes i highly recommend um this series on how uh uh it's just the men that made America, but it should be the men and women that made America. But it, the series is a history uh, okay. series of the what's men who it, made America is the name. And it's about the initial inventors, Edison and oh. Tesla and Carnegie and um, the Vanderbilts okay. and, um, you know, these families yeah. that Rockefeller yeah. that, you know, started the industries. Yeah. Henry Ford. And what they were up against and what the world was doing. I mean, the story of electricity itself is fascinating. Yeah. Anyhow, but what happened is Rockefeller, Carnegie, and um, J.P. Morgan, uh, they were totally running everything. I think yeah, I got right. everybody that was. The right. Anyhow, they had, to, they had a president that came out. I can't remember his name, but uh, he, he came out and... Uh, but he was a running. He never became president. Okay. But he was running for president. David Rockefeller? No, 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 no. Oh. But oh, anyhow, yeah, the yeah. guy was against them. He wanted to bring down the monopolies. Oh, gotcha. And um, anyhow, that what they basically did is they said, we need to buy a president. They got together. Normally, they'd be fighting each other. They were comp oh. in competition with each other all the time. But oh. they came together because they were under threat of because they had really terrible working hours, yeah, terrible ways, terrible conditions. They were killing people yeah. and they were trying to make the, the most money and squeeze their workers for the most. There was no union. Same nothing. as it ever was. Yeah. Um, and they were just trying to get the profits uh, up there. And uh, anyhow, they were able to buy a president. And that was when the first traveling election, they bought a train and guy went coast to coast speaking and oh. that created the way we do elections no shit nowadays which wow. is incredibly fascinating <clears throat> and uh 
But that's what it is, you know. You sell that person. That person is now it goes out. Uh, no, no, uh, it was around no. that time. Just though, yeah. uh, folks out there, sorry. I, Google it. You know, it's <laughs> like uh, Men Who Made America on the History Channel. You can look at back episodes, check it out. It's yeah. really cool stuff. Or just look up. up J.P. Morgan and the, you know read about. There's plenty of books out there on these people. There's a, oh and, uh, man, I'm there's sorry, another documentary. I'm, I'm like gonna, an idiot. I'm gonna start doing uh, links in each of the postings of the podcast. I'll do some web links at the end. And That's a great a, idea. A, I'll, I'll link to that. And there's another documentary that I'm going to link to that is oh shit. I think it's also about Rockefeller. Uh, well, they were up and everything. I can't remember now if it's about Rockefeller up or Morgan, but it's another documentary that goes. It's about Rockefeller. Yeah. Well, you and, know, uh, it's about John Rockefeller. D. Rockefeller. It's about his dad. Yeah. I mean, it's about him, but it, it goes into like how his dad was a con man and would always screw over and rip off his own kids and kind of like right. raise John Rockefeller to be really nasty. Right. And uh, he actually ended up being really nasty. Well, for a while there, he was in charge of all the kerosene. Yeah. You know? And so when uh, J.P. Morgan, can I believe it? Or is it Carnegie? I think Morgan. I came up with, with the electric light. Mm-hmm. He started Westinghouse. Westinghouse. He started Westinghouse, and then I think it was uh, Carnegie who came in and uh, wanted uh, to take, uh, who was working with uh, Edison. Okay. And then uh, uh, J.P. Morgan was working with uh, Tesla. His Tesla was working for... Uh, but then uh, they ended up not wanting a lot of the stuff he was well, doing. It was just, he it was, was trying to generate free power well, everywhere. It's... It's very bizarre and complex, and following the story is amazing. They have the it's first, all, yeah. not to digress even further, but they have the first wireless chargers now where you set your phone on, on a pad, right. and it charges it. Right, right. Just like, and it's small scale so far. Like Tesla said. Just like Tesla said, yeah. wireless transmission of energy. Mm-hmm. And that's why they didn't go with his stuff, because it was they were wondering how they were going to get paid for that. Well, he wanted to give Phil everybody free energy. Yeah. They didn't want it. Exactly. Like, no thanks. And he signed we away like the all his patents. I, uh, anyhow, I recommend the movie. I digress a lot. Let's get yeah. back to this reading. Yes, let's. Um, I digress a lot. The but best part is death. It, talking about death. Death. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that was the base card of the reading. Now, the, once I remove the base card from the bottom. And what does I, the base card mean exactly? It's the base card like, is the basis of this entire reading. The theme of the reading. Yes. Okay. And then the next card, once I remove the base card from the bottom and put that face up on the table... The next card that becomes the base card is what I call the key card. Okay. That's the key of this reading. So these are, we're generated randomly through the circumstance of us, whatever. This is it. So, and that is the Son of Wands, basically. So that's Aries. That's like which the Which, ironically, this, would that be th- this is the key to the entire reading. But what I'm, what I'm saying, uh, the Son of Wands, would that be like the Ace of Wands? No. The Son of Wands is Aries, Jack of, Jack of Spades. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's one. It's Aries. Gotcha. I saw it's the. Uh, the I saw the kind of singular. Yeah, figure no, it, okay. it, it is, but it, it's the Son of Wands. So that's a Jack card. Yeah. Okay. Yes, it's the Sun, um, and th- that's how these are. But yeah, okay. so the Son of Wands uh, is Aries, and we are in Aries. The prince or Princess of Wands. So I'll just say, as this reading goes, wow, we happen to be in Aries. So awesome. so far, the deck is actually on itself, being like, ah, oh, you know, it is the beginning of it. It's yeah. just the start of it. Uh, and coming up with the will, throw that off to the side there. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to put a a past card on it, which I'll put at the bottom of the death card, and then to the uh, 
the left of the that death card. Face down. Okay, so all these are putting face down. The left will be the current situation. Okay. Um, up above it will be, and these are all face down, will be the uh, worries and hopes or the concerns and hopes. And then to the left of death, um, we will put one more card face down, and that will be the uh, ultimate outcome. Then we will put four up the side, and this one will represent where we are. That is related to the death card. Okay. The next card will relate to this one. So there's two cards with the... Yeah, uh, there are going to be... Uh, so this is to the current situation. So this one so is relates. cards. This relates to the base, the first one. The next one relates to what is currently going on to, with this one. Okay. This relates to the pinnacle card, which is uh, concerns and hopes. And then the last card represents the possible future. Is there a name for this particular? The Celtic Cross. The Celtic Cross. Um, okay. And this is for simple readings. I do a much larger reading, uh, the, the Aztec Pyramid, pyramid, Aztec pyramid. Uh, which is one of my favorite. Um, there's all sorts of readings, and you can make up your own. But throughout my life, I, you know, the cross is one of the first I learned. Then I learned the eye, which is very similar to the cross, not as many cards, quick questioning. And then the Aztec Pyramid, which I just found to be beautiful and um, I really like that. And very well. um, in depth. It, it, yeah, it's in depth, and it's just uh, elegant and beautiful in yeah. the way, and it repeats itself. It, like, it does. You could just sit there and keep going through decks if you wanted to. <laughs> it allows you to go way out there in your mind and really extrapolate. I've, I've, we've had that happen, which will, uh, where you, yeah, will pull for further cards for more information. Right. What well, and it tells really intense stories. Yeah, I may be windowing too, and windowing. Before there was Windows computers, you know, when you put something on it, uh, you tap on the thing and it expands that screen and you tap on that and it expands that. The same concept was done by putting cards down on top of a card and expanding from the, the thought. Deck, exactly. Not cards that from were the deck. From so the reading as I read, I will do that and I call that windowing and I was calling that windowing way before you got there a, was uh, ever trademark, dude. windows there wasn't anywhere like you know <laughs> there was no internet but it's funny that i that's i've always called it yeah windowing yeah and yeah, it did it way before there was ever windows yeah and then it even made more sense it was like weird but uh yeah you know um it's just you know funny i i just back like, yes and i'm opening another window here it's weird yeah um that correlation now looking back that it didn't even exist. Who knows? Maybe I read like some computer guy's cards and he was like, windowing. I get this really cool visual of each card as a chamber or room, you know, that, that houses that essence. And then it, is. it has a window and you open up that window to pop into the next chamber of the next. Yes. Yeah, so and the things that are in that are in that. You yeah. Know, those are yeah. The so that, you know, yeah. Th and that, again, really proves the thought of the way we think. It's like the eight just flowing. Yeah. You know, it's not stopping. Well, yeah, I think that's another expand, thing is that we're really expand, we're built more expand. to think in visuals. I think so, yeah. And, uh, I, yeah, I mean, I don't know if that's Keep true. It. I feel it, though. And this helps us kind of process things yes. in images and visuals and mental yes. stories of images. All right, let's, yeah. let's kick us back. All right, so we've got death in the middle of the Celtic cross. Death we've got four cards going up the side. I will read off these. The interesting thing about this particular reading is that we've got two cards that – 
there are cards present that relate to each other specifically. So when I go to the past, except this one, the past is probably closer to death, which is the base card. <clears throat> but there is no past in over here. This is okay. present. This is like outside influence and, you know, extenuating circumstances. There's a square cross yeah. around the death card. That's interesting. There's four other cards lined up to the left vertically. Yes, that. and they can either be lined up on the left or to the right. It doesn't totally. really matter. Okay, so but the past card. Okay, so we're reading about the, uh, the election and the tower comes up. Um, as a past card, wow. which if you think about the towers is a, a very much of a warning right off the, the, the bat of how serious it is where we've come from and that that is still not played itself out fully. No. Um, and as uh, when the towers happened, I, I've got to say that when the thought of the tower card in the deck. Me too, uh, dude. All, I, and like I think it hit everybody. It was, you know, the archetype was more than present and larger than life and it, and it spoke, I think, it made it seem a bit like an occult ritual. For uh, a if yeah, I were well, to divulge my more paranoid yeah. side, you know, well, which yeah, but you I know, and there, do, but well, you might not I do be remember uh, having flashes of those feelings, especially the moment of seeing it spill out. The moment of seeing it really spill out and begin to fall. Well, that was exactly the ultimate thing the is, is there's so much proof leading to lies that yeah. it's it's horrific to the American, and it was the death of the. The innocence and stupidity of the American people, I think, yeah. for a good bunch of them. And then the thickening of the stupidity of others. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you know, they're just uh. it's like too much. They just couldn't buy it. The brain broke and they were just like, I need a burger. Trump fans. <laughs> That's what we call those. Trump fans. No, it's freaking horrible. The ignorant. My stupid, mother told me to vote for Trump today. Trump. It was horrible. Oh, no. What? Yeah. Yeah, no, oh, no, I love you. I love you, mom, but told me to vote for Trump. For, oh, well, anyhow, we're gonna was she joking? No, she wasn't. All right, let's, back to the let's tower. Yeah, let's get back to this. Uh, the past, and that is very relevant. Now, I'm going to window that because I think that's relevant. And it's a major arcane card. So is death, but I'm leaving death alone. Um, and the lovers. Interesting. So the lovers over the tower. Um, I'm going to say that it... It did divide the country. Mm -hmm. uh, it did. The lovers, of course, what is the other member of the family is the devil. The lovers and the devil, right? Yeah. And the people that loved sided with each other. And people found out, you know, wow, like, we've got to take this seriously. We've got to, like, take our togetherness seriously yeah. and our relationships seriously because these people want to kill us. And they want to kill quote unquote our way of life yeah. um, which is uh, an interesting thing very very interesting thing so with the lovers I think that losing. it is the hope the hope that comes out of it and since we're reading this I'm going to say we're a little more prone to hope or we wouldn't even bother picking up the deck we'd be like it's a waste of time <laughs> no the whole thing about tarot cards is hope uh, I would have to say because it's reaching out for information when God will just not speak to us. God is like, nope, done talking to you. And we're like, maybe talk to me <laughs> from here or whatever, uh, you know, sign you're looking for. For some, that's that. Catch some information. Um, and but uh, yeah, so, you know, but the lovers is really thinking about our own and what was important, what is important. And I think that people should be thinking about that right now. Very what is important so. and what's important so. to their families and friend and, you know, I, 
I don't know. They, they, she, uh, More of the thought that what is better for the greater good is better for our individual families and I, I would. I really want to believe that. Um, let's go out to the present. Where are things at now on the far side? Judgment. And now I'm flipping one on the curve. And strength. And there is definitely a strong, strong judgments being thrown out. And I think we're seeing that. With a lot with Trump, I mean, yeah. he's got the rich, but the general populace is well, very much. Well, Bill Clinton flipped out on a bunch of people two days ago. Like it's happening on both sides. Everybody's like the general. The general electorate is just so pissed, and the, and everybody's getting so polarized, and everyone's yeah. starting to flip out. It's interesting, and it's strong. So that right there says, you know, judgment and strength. That means that you know, there's some serious stuff going on now. What's going to happen? What are they going to play it fair, or is it a setup to just? and fuck the votes again. Totally. That's a good question. And I think a lot of people feel like if the towers happen, what's rigging another election? Yeah. And what are you going to do to us this time? I think that definitely... Uh, but that, you know, that's mine. I think everyone's pissed. It would just be such a nice... Uh, so nice if we could get all the folks that are voting, the majority of the folks that are voting for Trump that are voting against their own interests to not do that, you know? Mm-hmm. But they're... Uh, so fucking racist, most of them. <laughs> At least all the ones that, that, well, that you is see the thing. Uh, any media figures interacting you with. You know, this race the, thing. See the video I posted on Facebook? There's this black dude, and he's uh, got this thing called Free Hugs or Hug Nation or something. He goes around hugging people for peace and all this stuff. And he goes to the to Trump. There's footage of him first at the Trump rally, and no one will hug him. And, like, lots of just overt racism. Crazy. And you can, as well as a lot of, like, covert Subtle, you know, hatred and like shit talking. And then he goes to the Bernie Sanders rally and it's just a hug party and everyone's hugging him and like one person hugs him and like six people are on that person hugging mm -hmm. him. And it's just so funny uh, to see the difference there, you know, and, and well, that, I think, uh, you know, I just flipped over this. What are we going to do to wash that away is the hatred and ignorance yeah. from poor white people in the south and rural parts of America? Well, the card um, that Sorry, I just picked ahead. up in conjunction to the strength and judgment that fits in with them, which is in current. This is like currently, this is currently, and this is currently. Okay. There's three in what's actually current okay. going on. And the next one I drew is the moon, which is a nine, which is that, that you know, people really separating from each other and being like, yeah, I'm going to be racist. The moment before Outward, the, the, you know the, moment what I mean? before like the reset to are, the next one. And um, it's right. something that's wrong in this country, and it's an anger. And yeah. I think racism really is a response to how hope, hopeless and helpless people feel. I think, yeah, I think those people and are misguided at what's actually They just want to try and change something. They, they want to try and affect something. They don't have good information as to what's going on, so they don't really make a good decision well, they have hate. as to how to behave. It's carried around for years. Yeah, multi-generational. Freaking horrible. Yeah. But it's inbred. Um, but the moon, reflective, um, and in traditional, you'll hear all sorts of things about the moon. The moon is the opposite of the sun. It's the farthest way. It gets a wrap of being uh, really dark, but in a more positive sense, it also gets being a female aspect uh -huh. of the sun. Um, but in this case, I think we, it, what it brings to is the phasing, the, the tick, tick, tick of the moon. Every day it's changing. The sun yeah. is always the same. It's a yeah. big ball of fire. Yeah. 
but the moon is not. Yeah. The moon is tick, tick, tick. And the moon reminds us of the intricacies. Uh, yeah. The little... The, the t- and there is something playing itself out here that is like a very important. I'm going to throw a card on top of the moon. And I threw the eight, which is the star. A strong card of fate. Star is destiny. Uh, star is the moon. And... Um, I think it's speaking. I want to. I want to say of a hopeful destiny, like that. People are actually coming to a point where what you're talking about, like where what are we seeing? They can't hide the fact that Bernie Sanders is getting support that he's getting. They it's, can't it's getting hide that, point, that love that people are sick of people that are just rich getting everything and screwing over <laughs> the board all the time. That people are tired of it and they don't. They know we can't trust the government. I and love it's strong. so much that so many people do seem to be getting politically active and registered well, to vote. And they're trying to. Do I am something. just hoping and praying that enough people turn out that he does win California. Well, I can't see him shot. not winning California, but we need to have people go and become citizens of other states or. Well, and, and just everybody who, who means well and who is sharing everything on Facebook needs to actually get up and vote. And luckily for most people, yeah. I know at least in Sonoma County, it's it's absentee even in the city. Like, I don't have to go anywhere to vote. I just mail it in. Nice. That's easy. Uh, let's see. All right. More about the election. The kind of hopes and fears. Tackle those. So that Trump. Is there? <laughs> what's the Trump card? It says uh, the chariot, which is the vehicle, and the father of wands, which is the king of fire, which is Sagittarius. Um, And the chariot is card of movement seven, of course. And I'd like to point out that we have seven, eight, nine. You follow a a lot of the cards, the 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 correlations that have been coming up. We're getting a lot of correlations. Okay. Um, Like, I in sync with each uh-huh. other, in synchronicity with each other. Also, the hopes and fears related yes. to the uh, the base card. Exactly. Now, now you're thinking. So, is it death for us? Is it? Is it? And uh, the son of of wands. You know the evol- Well, I'm gonna say yeah. What we're gonna be seeing here is an ev- evol- evolution. Yes. Of the American spirit through what has happened, knowing that we can't seem to hold people accountable after the fact for what they do. So we need to try and prevent it yeah. by speaking out in the first place. Yeah. Um, and by getting people in power in those positions. Exactly. Are gonna do and, um, and then we're going to see what's happening. Now, the reaction to that is very, very interesting. But seeing the progression from the son of fire to the father of fire is what's telling me in hopes and fears. But also... The fear would be that it goes in the complete opposite direction. Yeah. And I know that's no answer at all, but we're not really, we weren't really looking for an answer here. We were more looking for what it is. Yeah. And that is exactly what it is <laughs> right there. The, the son to the, you know, of spirit uh-huh. to the father of spirit, right through the creative female energy. Yeah. Um, and the vehicle, is that going to be what movement is that? In it? But we know it's going to be strong. And it's going to be intense. And it's, no this reading happens. is no joke right now. You have the star on board. You have strength. You have the moon. 
You have judgment. You have the lovers. You have the tower. You have death. Super heavy. You have major judgment and the two court cards you have on deck. Everything else is a major arcane. And the two court cards we have on deck are from the same family, and they're fire, which is spirit. Wow. So just to give you like the the intensity of the question we ask and the cards that came out, folks, um, so far. And now there are two cards left, and I've windowed, of course, twice. Um, but um, I'm not going to win on this. Now the the possible future is what we're going to look at in the two positions that the, it, it resides. So will you mind? Oh, I'm flipping the card. What'd the you get? The hanged man. Wow, okay. All major arcane. Did you see Crazy, that? Crazy, yeah. What a trip, huh? That is bizarre. And we have the... Not a single... What he means by all major arcane, not a single... Well, only, not a single so number far card. we've only had two court cards come up two court cards and no yeah and no numbered and nor, suited cards but yeah. no numbered cards uh bizarre um and the two court cards we shuffled the, a lot are the jack and the all uh, right the hanged man and the wheel of fortune king. um the hanged man is the suspension the waiting it's a card of waiting the hanged man is all about being suspended and waiting for an outcome a very serious outcome Hang, <laughs> hanging in the balance and the wheel of fortune is the wheel of karma. Crazy, dude. And this is crazy how it came out. That's just nuts. Yeah. It's just nutbag. Um, um, what can I say? The wheel of karma. It, it's kind of like the ter- It just basically went and just explained it. It's like, well, you're going to have to wait, and it's going to be what it's going to be. Yeah. Because the, the, there's, <laughs> there's, no re- there's no revolution here, but... What we did see here is, looking at the cards, we got all major arcane, um, and just a few. I'll throw uh, one more card on the Wheel of Fortune, and I got the Two of Fire, Two of Wands. Um, and I'll throw a double card on the Hanged Man, and I got the Father of Pentacles. So we got the Wands, we got the Son of Fire, got the Father of Fire on the deck, we've got the Two of Fire. Which, speaking of duality, yeah. and the two, there are only two cards also matching in. So really, this race, I think, is ultimately only about two people. Bernie and Trump. One, uh, no, I, no, I would say it's probably Hillary, and I would say Trump yeah. is probably the, the uh, distraction. Gotcha. Because he's so loud. Yeah, yeah. And, and he has no chance of actually winning a general election, thankfully. I mean, I can't imagine his girlfriend as uh, his wife there or whatever as, as first lady but maybe who knows um, but uh, you know it, it's ultimately between two yeah. uh, and I think that's whether it actually either is Hillary or Trump Bernie's definitely going to be the other one yeah right you know yeah. um, but I can't imagine him not running I mean right now what you know He's still it, behind. But, it's, uh, who's fighting? There's a lot of contests left. <laughs> who's fighting Trump for anything? Is he the, uh, it's the Ted Republican? Cruz and John Kasich, who's the governor of Ohio, and they're both super religious right-wing nutjobs. I mean, I don't see any coverage on them at all. It's definitely They're po- not interesting polarized. to watch. And then, of course— They're kind of creepy. We got the—what uh, is that? King of Pentacles? King Father, of Pentacles. Father of Pentacles. Father of Pentacles with the hangman, which is the ultimate outcome. It's what we will be stuck with. King of Pentacles. That is who is going to be. That is what it's going to be stuck with. So, basically, you know what I mean? 
So it is what, we, what is it created is be Trump then? No. So so Greg calls it Trump. No. Donald Trump. For no, this was this reading was never to tell. Uh, Remember, get out there and vote for Donald Trump, everybody. No. <laughs> oh no, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, you're gonna have people are gonna have to make this decision. I can't imagine anybody that I know voting for Trump. There's a few people on my Facebook that are voting for Trump, but I deleted them all. Wow. Like sorry, I can't do it. It must be rich, because the way I see it, he only I seems to benefit more, the rich. They're, or they're, they're racist. Racist and Christian. Ah, racist bigots. Yeah. Well, they're they're good Christians, yeah. so you know. Well, good you know, Christians. I mean, that religion is so interesting, and yeah. you know, I consider this here to be part of a pagan ritual, um, because it's a worship of the elements. It's an acknowledgement yes. of deities, uh, deific. Uh, Personification, yep. and um, an open-mindedness. Personification and, of the archetypes yeah. of the unconscious. Um, and really, in that, it's a truly beautiful thing. And religion of itself. Uh, to me, the tarot, especially when you give readings, is just like one of the most amazing uh, fundamental mathematical computers. <laughs> it's I, like a mathematical decoder of the... Uh, Flow of the state of flow of the universe. But it, it, like us. just the reading we just did, um, we shuffled the cards. There were, uh, I cannot believe those many were there together. But but what probably happened is I probably separated them earlier into the major arcane. Oh, okay. And then I separated into that, but I didn't shuffle a whole lot. Gotcha. But what was ironic is that the hardcore major arcane cards that came out were very accurate. Yeah. Uh, now, so. so is that just we're just placing many timely mean, in their places? Is that meaning placing. placing meaning on anything? No, I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> and but uh, can it be done? Uh, maybe at the same time that's being done too. And that's what it, what it is. I, I could see why people are skeptic. Um, but it's almost like that's the trick: is you have to believe like a child a little bit. Or just open yourself and up and think, not even believing and think is both. this true or not, but using it as a tool for just reasoning, sparking well, the intellect. I've seen many people uh, throw down words against the deck and you know call it this and call it that, and I'm afraid that that attitude will not help you get anything out <laughs> of the tarot deck. No. So like <laughs> sitting there and like not, you know, just saying it's a bunch of crap and not yeah okay then it's just a bunch of crap. I think but. If you try it and you look at things, you will see synchronicities. Yeah. And it's almost drug-like in its nature. It Anyhow, opens up a window in our consciousness. I believe it is one of the oldest books on the planet, and that is what, how I would just subscribe to it um, Beautiful. for the rest of my existence. I apologize for not having my notes as well as I would like to. We're going to do uh, uh, have, a million I'll try and add and, some and, things. And not just about this, so there'll uh, be time to... Visit, yeah, visit things but, uh, and, uh, you know, I mean, folks, there's so much out there to study and get into, and I'm sure that you'll get back to us and tell us things we didn't know um, and yes, things that you have to add on to what it is, we, you know, uh, what we're talking about. Uh, you know, and I do think uh, having an open mind and yet being aware of similarities and things coming up is what it is about, remembering always to see things as like a child that is growing but not for not be taking things just blindly like a child. 
with the hand of questioning and reason. When it, when it comes to my experience and my learning and, and uh, I don't even know how to say yeah, my, my day-to-day experiences, I, I'm really into being open-minded and not worrying so much. Is that real? Is that not real? More the the places I more get it started getting to that stuff are the are when people try to broadcast fears, get me to be afraid of things. That's when I start challenging things and getting really skeptical. Or if somebody's trying to sell me something, getting me to put out some money. But when it comes to just daily day to day experience, I'm super open, fruity hippie, completely. Yeah, I think there's <laughs> something to it, and I think these are things that could not not have existed they had to exist the numbers had to exist for consciousness to exist they have to exist because even when and I'm holding up four fingers and pointing to them yeah have to exist so you know there there's life as we know it in the universe well I think that's good and uh, we're winding it down it's kind of late at night I hope that it was uh, enjoyable for y'all who read it um, it was enjoyable for me. I hope you know, it was enjoyable for you. I, I think so. Do you have a website? I think. Um, not yet? Do you have an no, email not, or anything? Not for this. Do you have an email you want to give out? Have random people email you. Oh. And that is the sound of Craig turning back into a pumpkin and rolling out the door. So that was my very good friend, Greg Heim. The family of numbers. And the tarot. And I will. Thank you very much, folks. I have some links in the show notes. And there it is. Welcome to freedom. We'll get you something. Stay free. Be true. Vote for Bernie Sanders.